Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. drinks in the way i know this isn't really a video podcast but like i am shiny yeah i should have my hair's a little greasy it is a hot day it's a hot day it's like over my god it is over 30 degrees there's a massive dog the biggest one in the house trying to army crawl under my chair into the tiniest tiniest corner corner where we set up a little tiny nest for the nine pound dog but she has now taken over the futon and Henry, the 80 pound dog. Has he successfully made it? Like he's under my chair and into the corner. Sure. But he's that's a, made it as he's going to be. Yeah. That's as much as he's going to fit. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy love. Valentine's Day to you too. What did we do for our first Valentine's? We got a hotel room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we hadn't known each other very long. No. And you got us couples massages. Oh, that was so (laughs) awkward. And they like came into the room, but like it was just your standard room with like a king size bed. But not a standard room. Maybe like a micro standard. Yeah. Henry, you did it. (laughs) Welcome. You're stuck there now for the next 45 minutes, sir. He looks pleased. So we had only been dating a few weeks. Yeah. And we just, it was COVID, you couldn't go anywhere, but you could get a hotel. Yeah. So we decided to get a hotel. And yeah, I thought I would surprise you with a couple's massage. And I knew that they were coming to the room, but I didn't know that the room was going to be five square feet. Yeah. So they like jammed these two massage tables next to each other. Yeah. We had to sit on the bed while they set the tables up. Yeah. And then we had to move some furniture. And then as we had to disrobe. And they went into the bathroom. Like they crammed. Where else were they going to go? I don't know. The hall? But yeah, I guess. And just like prop the door open. Yeah. (laughs) But then like they didn't know each other either. It was like a company that sent them. Yeah. I didn't know that they didn't know each other. Yeah. Like you and I could hang out in a bathroom for 10 minutes. Yeah. No problem. Um, and then they asked if this was like a Galentine's. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like, yep. like yeah, mm-hmm. sure is. <laughs> uh, so anyway, happy Valentine's Day. This is episode 15. Yeah, it's titled, titled Happy's Valentine. Which like, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but it wasn't a happy Valentine for the dog. No. But what they're saying is this is what, this is how Happy spent Valentine. Yeah, because the dog's name is Happy. Or Valentimes, as some people say. Mm-hmm. Valentimes. Happy Valentimes. February 10th, 1997. When mom and dad go camping, the kids throw a party and quickly lose control. <laughs> we'll get into the party, but like... What I thought was so funny about the party was that only two people were drinking and the whole time all the Camden kids, Matt and Mary, were like, get rid of that alcohol. 
You can yeah, party, like, but no of... alcohol. Yeah. Is like... it even a party without alcohol when you're 15? <laughs> no. Like now it would be. I'd have a great time. Yeah. Get to true. bed at a reasonable hour and wake up all right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I still like to party. Yeah. That's okay, though. It's not, I have to say, it's not for a lack of trying. Mm. There's something happening to me, if there's any doctors listening, but, like, I can't drink. Yeah, like I'm not into it. But it's not, it must be psychological. I should unpack this with my therapist. I just, like... On maybe Tuesday. I'll fin yeah, maybe I'll finish one can and then I'm like just ambivalent about it. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm not Yeah. But okay. I just want to get like drunk, you know? <laughs> like do you though? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like a little maybe tipsy would be nice. Oh yeah. But what we'll if keep we could do like some sort of social experiment? <laughs> <laughs> You're fake. <laughs> Where I secretly sneak alcohol into your drinks. Like, it sounds like you're going to roofie me. <laughs> no, that's drugs. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, like, secretly, you're going to think that you're not drinking. Like, I'm not going to do it at a time where we're, like, out having drinks. Drinks. Yeah. We'll just be, like, sitting around one day, and I'm going to be, like, filling your water, but, like, somehow sneaking booze into into it without you unbeknownst. Yeah. And see if you get drunk or see if you're just like, ew, what is this? I did see a few TikToks where they were, it was like a reality show, maybe like a British Big Brother or something. Uh -huh. And a, and one of the house guests was drinking non-alcoholic wine, but she didn't know that. And she was acting drunker and drunker. But That's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. So you need to do the opposite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, stay tuned in, folks, because we don't know when it's going to happen. Just stick into the chair. I know. It's so hot. I don't know if you can hear the fan in the background. But if but... you can, we're not turning it off. Yeah. Because it's too hot. So let's go back to February. It's freezing cold. Well, not in Glen Oak, but. No, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We got five dogs in a very tiny room here. Mm-hmm. Because even though they have the whole upstairs with us to explore, they need to be That's with us. In our wombs. So, so, starts off right away. It's Valentine's Day. And phone rings. Annie's on the phone. It's the Hamiltons. Yeah. Patricia and Morgan Hamilton. Reverend Morgan Hamilton. And they are asking if they want to go camping. Yeah. For one night for Valentine's Day. Which doesn't sound great like the older i get the more i actually dislike camping okay that's fair like i want a small pop-up trailer or a little rv i don't need a kitchen i don't need i just want to not be in a tent in a bare burrito and i don't want to be on the ground yeah, that's fair. I don't ever want to sleep in a tent ever again if I don't have to. Yeah. And... And I don't want to wake up sore. From sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Or an air mattress that deflated overnight and now we're like laying on top of each other half on the ground. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't want that either. I... It's just... It's just a fuck around. It's yeah. so much work and money to go live outside of your home. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, I grew up camping. I loved it. It's because you and didn't then, have to do any of the work. I know. And my grandparents took my brother and I camping to Algonquin Park for a whole week, August long weekend, and then into that week. Every year for 10 years in a row. Yeah. And I loved it. We had so much fun. I had so many good memories. Yeah. There was other kids. They had the adults had like happy hour, which I didn't understand. But it also meant that we were like just relaxing by the fire and playing cards. And like, I don't know. It was so fun. And we would go on adventures and the bikes and the canoes. And But then I got older. Oh, and then even into my 20s, like camping was fun. Like, sure, we had to go set up a tent. But it was just me and my friends and my dogs, and we right. would just, like, drink in the bush mm-hmm. around the fire. And there wasn't really a worry to give. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess there's bears and cougars and such. But And then I got older, and then I had children, and then now it sucks. Yeah. And, like, I think, yeah, like, I just want to go when I'm camping. I want to just go and relax and, like. Yeah. None of this messing around I don't know, like, sit in a hammock, read. Yeah. And, like, I'll go for a bike ride, I'll go for a hike, yeah. whatever, swim in the river, I guess. But, like, once I had kids, and so where we live, there is the potential, even though we're complaining about the heat, there is the potential for it to snow at any time during Literally the year. Literally 365 yeah. days a year. Doesn't matter. Depending on how high up the mountain you go, how north you are. Yeah. So, like, I've been camping mid-June, and I woke up, and my my tent had collapsed around me with, from the weight of the snow. Yeah. And, like, I was hungover, and I was in my 20s, and I didn't care. But now, so we would go, so May long weekend, which is the Victoria Day long weekend in May. May 2-4. May 2-4. We would go every year. and yeah. And... We started to go with kids, and, like, it's rains or snows every single May long. It's not quite warm enough yet. And you go into the mountains just a titch too far. Yeah. And my kids don't understand, okay, well, if it's raining or snowing, we'll just sit around the fire and drink. Because they're two and four. They need to be entertained. A hundred percent of the time. It's just so much work. I'm just so annoyed talking oh about it. This God. is well, not let's move on. what our podcast is about, and I'm so annoyed about camping. Well, good thing our podcast isn't called Camping with Lesbians. That's true. <laughs> Like, I'd go camping with you, just me and you. Yeah, like... And I guess they're older now, so they, like, would help no, set up. I, no, but I don't want probably any. not. No, thanks. But the Camden kids are like, great, we're going camping? Yeah, they want to go and so And Annie's bad. like, absolutely not. Would you know who else hates camping? Eric. Eric. <laughs> like, Eric, get out of here. Well, yeah, he hates it because he doesn't have time to write a sermon. That's just bad planning. Isn't the good Lord supposed to hand it down to you? I don't know, but okay. I don't know how writing in the sermon. Yeah, goes. I've never written a sermon. Maybe I'll give it a try. So yeah, so the phone rings and they're gonna go camping for one night on Valentine's Day with the Hamiltons and all four Hamilton kids. This is their this is where they went wrong. Yeah. All four Hamilton kids are gonna come to the Camden house. Nine is enough? Like <laughs> what is this? I know. Didn't we just learn last week that seven was enough? what i thought we learned but i thought he was in so i shouldn't say all the kids wanted to go camping i think simon was into it because then matt lucy and mary they were like we've got valentine's day plans yeah and they were like okay well you have to cancel them because we're going camping and now you got to babysit and now you got to babysit and they're pissed and at the same time that this is happening we learn that 
that night, the Happy's puppies, the Border Collie puppies. Oh, yeah, they're going to Dwight's. Are going to Dwight's to live their forever life. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of, like, trepidation from Simon and Ruthie. And, you know, it's just sort of like a soft... Like, I think this was a bad parenting move in so many ways. Yeah. First of all, you had kids. It sucks. You don't get to just, like, on a whim be like, okay, we're going camping, kids. Cancel all your plans. Babysit. Like, yeah. that's not fair. Especially when the, your kids are older, like teens, and they've made plans and you know about them. Yeah. And now you're just saying, nope, cancel them. I trump you? Like, that's I rude. had a hard time. Like, I intentionally didn't have kids. Because I didn't want that yeah, for me. You don't have to explain it. Um, <laughs> Why? Tell me. Mm-hmm. Go on. And so I just have a hard time with when this is either going to get us canceled or not. I don't know. get you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it could still be a lesbian recap, but you're just the solo lesbian. Yeah. Um, it's just like when you have kids... Your life does not have, shouldn't have to just be on hold and it's all about them. But there is so much extra consideration Mm -hmm. because those kids didn't ask to be born into this family. And your job, once you have a child under your care, is to raise decent contributing members of society. And so... So your life kind of does get put on hold. It Like, in a way. And you do have to just structure... The things that you want to do differently. Uh-huh. Like you don't get to just go party. You don't get to just leave your kids home alone. You don't get to, you know, no. like all of these things are just, you just have more considerations now. Yeah, it's true. And the more kids you have, the more considerations you have. And the Camdens have five. So yeah. like, yeah, you, I just think that it's unfair if you are trying to raise contributing members of society to just like unload your younger kids onto your older kids like this isn't the duggars yeah yeah there's no buddy system (laughs) like my kids even like yeah they are older a bit older now that i can leave we leave them home in the evenings like i would never leave them overnight or anything like that but like overnight we go and party we go get high (laughs) yeah they're fine they're fine yeah no i would never leave them overnight and i would never Leave them like and like super sometimes late. that means we say no to things, yeah, because that like that's just not fair to them. That's not setting anyone up for success. Yeah. Anyways, I just saw a video. I got real heated on TikTok because this video was posted, and it was like at, I think it was like in Florida or something at like Sea World, something okay. like a big like amusement park. Sea World's gonna get us canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was at this big amusement park where there are rides and this little eight-year-old girl had her six-month-old baby sister in a car seat, like in a bassinet. Uh-huh. It was so hot out and the baby was like covered with a blanket. And this woman was watching for over 25 minutes and then finally went and was like, the baby was like screaming. And she's like, well, where's your mom? Are they on the ride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The mom and dad left the eight-year-old in charge of the six-month-old in the sun in a 
huge amusement park. Yeah, those lineups, like I've, you're in those lineups, and there's those little signs that say, "From oh. this point, the wait is three yeah. hours before yeah. you even get on the damn ride." Yeah. And they did that. Let me tell you about how much I don't like amusement park rides. I mean, I mean, no, I like rides. I don't like the lines. Yeah. Anyways, that's wild. But all I'm saying is, like, okay, you had these kids. Yeah. And now you might just not get to go on rides together. Yeah. Like maybe a maybe parent stays turns. with them. And the, like, because that's what you do. <laughs> oh, anyway, we've really gone off course We have here. really gone off course here. Anyway, okay. so the can so Eric is like, are you sure we should leave them alone? And she's like, it's one night. They need to learn to, you know, take yeah. care of each other. And you're not going to do anything that you wouldn't do otherwise. And the kids are like, yeah, okay, of course. But I just think, so. so the first parenting mistake was... Asking the kids to cancel their plans and expecting them to babysit on the last minute. I mean, honestly, if we're talking about first parenting mistakes, it's having five kids. Yeah, that's but... fair. And then the second problem with this whole situation is inviting more children into the situation. Yeah. To cause more... Like, like if I'm going to leave Wyatt and Olivia home while we, like, go out for a couple hours, I'm not going to be like, and invite some friends. Yeah. Like, that is going to cause mass chaos. chaos. And that's only four people. Yeah. <laughs> this was nine. I know. <laughs> and the oldest are... So we also learned that Matt had a birthday. He's now 17. Yeah. They're just sitting at the table and he's like, well, I'm 17, you know, and I can do this and this and this. And we both just looked at each other like, oh, I guess Matt had a birthday. <laughs> it's been Christmas. Yeah. Thanksgiving. And a birthday, yeah. I assume. But Lucy's yeah. birthday got a whole episode. Got a whole episode. And then the other parenting thing that I'm annoyed about is you don't leave your children on the day that you're giving away the puppies. Yeah. Like, that's harsh. Yeah. You either arrange, you say, oh, well, we'll come camping next time. Or can you come get the puppies tonight or tomorrow, but yeah, not today. Not, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I do. Don't do it on that day. Yeah. Like, that's hot. That sucks. Like, I we're know. giving away your pets, kids. Bye. Yeah. Deal with that. Chapter eight of your memoir. Quick note. I just wrote down Eric's giant corduroy pants. They were so funny. And they even had that, like, bulge in the front that's, like, not your package, but just, like, the way the pants are. They're, yeah, they were four <laughs> sizes too big and he wore a tight belt. Yeah. And so there was, like, a ballooning effect. I had brown corduroy pants. Oh, we all did. And I loved them. Corduroy pants were so comfy. Oh, God, they were. I don't know if I'd have the right range of motion now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that now that I'm, well, way bigger than I was when I was 14. Yeah. My, I think that when I walked, you could hear like a because my yeah. thighs rubbed together. Yeah. When they didn't back then. That's, that's the corduroy way. <laughs> So there's, so now we're at school. <laughs> we are? I feel like I just caught myself because I don't want to go scene by scene. No. But like just my notes, the way that they are, I like maybe messed up my notes a bit. So, but there's this like weird montage of high school. Yeah. The and basket. it's like they needed to, they needed to take up two minutes of time of B-roll footage and so they either went to a high school or got a bunch of high, like background performers to play high school students. Uh -huh. But why did they all look like they were 30? <laughs> I didn't notice. That. Every one of them wore 
I was like, well, that guy's 45. This guy has a receding hairline. There's <laughs> all the teachers. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they end up at the school. And now all the Camden and Hamilton kids are making plans. Scheming. Scheming. You're right. So, so, so the hurdles to overcome are Keisha and Mary are having friends over to watch movies. Videos. Oh, yeah. Videos. Sorry. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, like YouTube. No, probably <laughs> no. just like MTV or electric. like VHS videotapes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was thinking like music videos. Oh, maybe. Um, Lucy is supposed to be going on a date with Jimmy Moon, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be a date because she's not allowed to go on dates. So uh, was was she supposed to be getting chaperoned? I didn't really catch that. Chaperoned or maybe a group were going or something. Yeah. Matt and John, right, John? Yep. Um, they've got dates and they were going to go out on dates and Simon and Ruthie were just left to fend for themselves and cry over the puppies that are getting Yeah, they'd be with Annie. So Annie, so before, actually, before we end up at the school, Annie comes up with this plan that Keisha and Mary can have friends over. Lucy is going to have to watch the little kids, Simon, Nigel, Ruthie, and Lynn. Yeah. And or so so Keisha, Mary, Lucy are all gonna watch the little kids. Matt and John can go on their dates and then come back and watch everybody the next day. Yeah. Okay, so we end up at the school. They're all scheming about what they're gonna do. Yeah. And there's like this whole like ten buck thing happening. Yeah, like it's sort of like a bribery, but it kind of backfires on a few of them. Yeah. So but my favorite is when John and Matt are talking about like, what are we going to do? We have to get Mary and Keisha out of the house because we want to bring the girls over. Yeah. And then John's like, John's like, okay, you got to get the girls out of the house. Like, you're, yeah. it's up to you. And he was like, I don't know what they're going to be doing. Like, girls to girl stuff, like makeovers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Matt. They're going to be playing the game Girl Talk. Yeah. Loved that. So... So, so long story short, what ends up happening is Keisha and Mary do have the girls over. Yeah. And they're in the living room. John and Matt go out on their dates and they're going to bring their dates back and they're just going to stay in the den. And Lucy, like also how Lucy's 13, 13. She just turned 13. They are going to, Lucy's been tasked by bribed, by bribed with 20 bucks. Um, to take Simon, Nigel, Ruthie, and Lynn to a movie. Like, with Jimmy Moon. With Jimmy Moon. I just think that's a lot of kids to wrangle for a 13-year-old at the movie. Yeah, movies. because Lynn and Ruthie are only five. Nigel and Simon are, like, ten. Yeah. So, but, but Jimmy Moon doesn't like cartoons. He doesn't like the animation. No. And he also doesn't want to do anything that the Reverend wouldn't approve of because... Oh, yeah. He's scared he's going to find out somehow. Yeah, he's like, the Reverend has, like, superpowers. He always finds out. Yeah. But but Jimmy wants to take Lucy to the French film. The one that they watched on their first date yeah. with subtitles. And Lucy just thinks Lucy- this is the best. So romantic. Uh, yeah. But she's also like, well, the little kids can't read, so they can't come to that movie. Like, Simon and Nigel should be able to read. Yeah. <laughs> But then they decide, Lucy decides, well, no problem. We're just going to, like, 
it was such a nostalgic moment when she was like, well, is there another feature film starting at the same time? I remember getting the newspaper, opening up the movie section, and then like going through and seeing which movie theater and what times and what movie was playing. Do you remember the TV guide? Like it was in a newspaper print TV guide. Yeah, you got to keep it right. Every week. Yeah. Or it was in the newspaper as well. Yeah. So they're going to a Looney Tunes movie, it turns out. Uh, How much do you think they had to pay Warner Brothers to show Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd? Like, that was probably all they could afford. (laughs) Yeah. But this 10 buck thing, so Matt and Mary offer Lucy $10 each. So 20 bucks for Lucy to do this. And she was like, well, I got to get snacks. I'm going to need money. And Matt says, he's the guy. He'll pay for everything. (laughs) Careful, Matt. I guess it is 1997. So, okay. but then at the movie theater, Nigel and Simon, Simon say, okay, 10 bucks. And so she has to give each of them 10 bucks. So now she's lost her 20. Yeah. She's lost her 20. Simon and Nigel are up 10. Yeah. To get snacks for their movies. So they end up in their separate movie theaters. And so a lot is happening all at once. So they end up in their separate movie theaters Jimmy Moon and Lucy are all he he he. She's trying to get him to kiss her because he wrote her a not so nice. He didn't write her a a cutesy Valentine's Day card. If I was at a movie and the people in front of me, beside me, decided halfway through the movie that it was time to exchange Valentine's Day cards, (laughs) I'd go speak to a manager. Yeah. I'd be so annoyed. If you tried to give me something in the middle of a movie, I'd be like, get out of here. I'm trying to watch the movie. Okay, stay tuned, guys. Next time we're in a movie, (laughs) I'm going to live stream it. Yeah, unless it's like a refresh of popcorn. (laughs) Yeah. And did you see they were eating glossettes? Yeah. Because that chocolate-covered raisins? Yeah. Gross. I think you have peanuts, too. Well, The peanuts are a yellow box, but the glossettes are the the purple. Um, so Nigel and Simon, because they're 10 and like, they're, un- what's the word? Unsupervised. Yeah. They start throwing popcorn at the people in front of them. Like, calm down. Get out of here. Ruthie and Lynn are asleep. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I tell you something funny? Yeah. I'm so awkward that if somebody was throwing something at me, I wouldn't turn around and look. I would just be so embarrassed. That I would just, like, sit there and pretend it wasn't happening. Like, the way that you get so road ragey, though. Like, I don't believe that. Are you safe in your car? I'm safe in my car. <laughs> I'm invincible in my car. Except when I was in high school, I drove this little two-door car with a sunroof. And I feel like it was like a wind-up sunroof. That's, yeah, it was probably from the 80s. Yeah, and... I was driving down Crowchild and I had to get over and I guess I cut these high school boys off, but they weren't letting me over. And so, but like the lane was ending, I had to get over. Like I know exactly where you're talking about. Yes, because where Memorial and Bo and Crowchild <laughs> and they started throwing things into my sunroof, <laughs> like pencils and erasers. And I just kept driving, staring straight ahead. Like, why didn't I close it? Yeah, <laughs> You couldn't. You were like, yeah. <laughs> this dog is now wiggled his way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't even know where to put my foot. 
Um, yeah, like I went to Coachella in 2007 and that we were driving in two vehicles. And so four of my, I was in one vehicle with five people in the front and then the, my friends were in five people in the five front? people were in the first vehicle oh, okay. and four people were in the second vehicle that were following and we didn't really know where we were going and somebody was like oh there's the store pull over like turn here and so the vehicle that i was in changed lanes really quickly and the vehicle that was following us also did but like we weren't it was 2007 we didn't have you said like, your printed napster yeah we didn't yeah. even really te- we couldn't text yeah. really i don't think yeah, now that I'm thinking about that whole trip, there was a few times where if we could have texted, things would have been solved. Not unlike this show. Yeah. But it was 07, not 1997. Anyways, the last car with my four friends in it cut off this big, big white SUV, <sighs> and they stopped in the middle of the lanes, because we were now at the lights, and rolled their windows down and started screaming and yelling and making gun-pointing sounds at them, like gestures, gestures at them. And throwing water balls, bottles and spitting on their car. And I thought 100% I was about to see all four of my very close friends get blown away in front of me. Like, people are scary in their cars. I Especially in America. I mean, <laughs> know that we have most of our listeners in America, but we're so scared. Yeah. Like, you... even in Calgary, like, I cut somebody off once and they started, like, they cut. So then they cut in front of me. Like, yeah. I didn't do it on purpose. And then they cut in front of me and started tapping their brakes and tapping their brakes and, like, making it so I was, like... And then they got into the next lane next to me and slowed down and pulled up behind me and started following me. So I drove to the police station. And when I turned into the police station, they drove away. But, like... Yeah. Like, I just... I don't like it. I... Like, if I mess up, like, yesterday in that traffic circle, (laughs) I kind of panicked and didn't know what to do and some truck had to stop and like made some funny gesture for me to go yeah and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i was so apologetic because i knew i did something wrong yeah i just think like the other day when that guy was tailgating you and you tapped your brakes i slammed on my brakes yeah like that's not great i didn't like if i'm going 10 over the speed limit in the middle lane yeah and you can't figure your life out like i just don't trust people to have not have a gun in their car or to follow us and like get out and like try to fight us or something because i don't know maybe that happened to me in a past life yeah but we need to really investigate i'm this. just like oh like i don't like you can go around me you can move i'm not going to go any faster tailgate me all you want but i'm not going to egg you on yeah because that is antagonizing and that makes it worse if they are gonna like shoot up road rage is real yeah I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says road rage is real. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. We got way off topic. Okay. I know. We're not. <laughs> there's no traffic in this whole scenario. I guess there is. So they're. So at the movie, they're throwing popcorn. popcorn. Some old timey movie worker with white gloves and a flashlight. He was dressed like P.B. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. I was going to say, but he's dead now. I know when this was his birthday, I think, today or yesterday. Oh my God, happy birthday, Pee-wee. <laughs> so they shine the light and say, you got to go. And then they have to go find Lucy in that theater and be like, we got to go. Interrupt her kissing. The just gym, before just they before. kissed. Because Jimmy Moon and Lucy a few times have almost kissed, but they haven't yet. So. Okay, so while that is going on on john and matt 
show back up at the house with their dates. Yeah, to wear about the cringy. Matt's like, can I get you ladies anything to drink? And then John's date is like, I've got everything I need right here. And then starts making out. (laughs) Oh, and then they hear all this laughter, this jovial like music. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on? So they open the French doors to the living room and there is a full blown party, full blown party. Like how many people do you think? 50? (laughs) Yeah. I mean. They made it seem like it was 50. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're dancing. Yeah. They're bopping around. And like Mary and Keisha are just like, yeah, this is, we think, I thought they're like, I thought you only brought friends, a few friends over. And then Mary and Keisha are like, yeah, well, they brought their friends too. And yeah. then, and like Matt and John are just like, okay, I guess we're joining. And the girls, the dates of Matt and John do not look impressed. They all sit they on a couch. Make out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this party is happening. The older kids join in, and should we talk about camping? Because then what happens? While I know everything kind of really it... intertwines. Yeah. So okay, so they well, we never even said just to put this to bed. Dwight picks up the puppies. Yes, and says he's going to name them Simon, Simon and, and Ruthie. Ruthie. <laughs> and the, Dwight's mom says. Happy and you can come over anytime you want to visit. So the puppies leave. But right before Annie and Eric leave to go camping, Annie says to Simon, keep an eye on Happy because she's going to be sad and she might try to escape to go find the puppies. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. (laughs) And then before they go to the movie, Matt, Simon's like, I don't think I should go to this movie. Mm -hmm. And Matt's like, don't worry. I'm going to look after her. I love her so much. Yeah. She can I won't let her out of my the sight. Den. Yeah. She can watch us make out. More foreshadowing. Okay. So they end up. Okay. Annie and Eric, they end up camping. And they're just pitching these tents. <clears throat> yeah. And <laughs> like John also does not like camping. Not John. Um, Reverend, Reverend Han- Morgan. Han- Morgan Hamilton. Yeah. So Eric and Morgan are having this like conversation about how much they hate camping and how they haven't. Eric's like, yeah, I haven't even written my sermon yet. And then the Reverend Hamilton is like, well, you can use mine if you want. And he's like, "Hmm, maybe what's it about? And he's like, it's about Martin Luther King and Moses parting the seas (laughs) and the like. Not something a white no like <laughs> pastor should have any authority to speak yeah. to. Yeah, but he does. He does turn it down. Yeah, and so um, Annie and Patricia are in the tent showing each other their lingerie that they got for Valentine's Day because it's this big hot camping trip. Like, do you know what I sleep in when I'm camping? No less than thirty layers. Yeah, because it's chilly and there's it's bugs. chilly and there's bugs. And it's February. So even in California, like they have a fire, they've got scarves and mitts and jackets. Like they've made it clear that it's cold out. And you're telling me that Patricia's slipping into this pink thong, this lingerie, lingerie, and Annie's got this little red number. Number. I'm like shimmying (laughs) as I say it. And they're like, ooh. And they're like, so good. These boys didn't want to come camping. Let's show them. Like, so are you guys going to have tent sex? Like, you can hear that. Yeah, they're set. Their tents are right next to each other. Yeah, like almost touching. Like, (laughs) just the tip. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> like get a hotel at least. Drink yeah. in the hotel bar. Get all loosey goosey. Drink your white wine. We know they like that. Yeah. Up to your hotel room where nobody gets to be scarred by your noises. Animal sounds. <laughs> but while they're camping, uh, Reverend Hamilton gets a page. You hear a beep, 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 beep. And he's like, oh. And then Eric pulls out a cellular phone. A mobile device. He's like, I brought my phone. And Annie's like, where did you get a cellular phone from? <laughs> and so then Hamilton calls the number and he's like all of a sudden really upset and he's like oh yeah just a second it's for patricia and hands the phone to patricia and she takes it and goes into the tent and has like a private conversation and 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 we and reverend hamilton says oh that's her ex-husband he finds her every valentine's day and calls her like last 20 20 years years like, that's harassing. That's creepy, stalking, <laughs> harassing, inconsiderate of the relationship that, like, the marriage that she's now in. And also, like, rude of Patricia to not say, hey, ex, I know this was our anniversary, but it's been 20 years and I'm remarried. Please don't call me anymore. Yeah. So this, so f- I don't know. I didn't understand this side story. And I thought it was interesting because I do know, spoiler alert, that we find out eventually that Annie has been married before. And how did that not come out in Did this? we only learn this in fandom, though? Yeah, that maybe that's called? like her backstory and they, we just don't actually know that on the show at all. We, should, we should look into that further. But, so, so now, so now Patricia is mad at the... At her husband at Morgan for bringing the pager because he should have known that the ex was going to find them. And then she's annoyed at Eric for having the phone. The cellular phone. Like, I, that whole, that whole storyline is weird. that there's a cellular phone. Yeah, like, were they going to, like, Earl had to die them or something like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they had, like, GPS. They didn't want it pinging off towers. Yeah, triangulation. So... Yeah, so they end up, the t- so Patricia and Morgan end up in their tent, and she's all bundled up, not giving him any time in her pink thong. Yeah. And so, so it's been 20 years of this phone call, and it's only today that you're revealing the name. His name is Kevin. Yeah, and he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, his name's Kevin? And she's like, you're the one that didn't want to know anything about him. And then, which, that's problematic. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to know about Greg. Don't tell me anything about him. But I still had to, like, talk to him on the phone and, like, like that's weird. Like, your ex-husband's mother likes a lot of my posts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, like, it's a package deal. Like, yeah, we're all in this but together. But in this case, they had no kids. There shouldn't have been. But, yeah. like, I... the fact that he doesn't want to know anything about I just remembered a super funny time where Wyatt asked if you knew Grandma Jackie. He asked if I'd ever stayed there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just little. And he, I was, I said something like, oh, yeah, when you go to Red Deer, you're going to stay with Grandma Jackie. And he was like, have you ever stayed with Grandma Jackie? <laughs> That's his dad's mom. And I was like, no, no I haven't sure. actually. Not yet. Yeah. She's lovely. Um, So, yeah. So 
then it comes out that he's white. He's Irish. She's like, he's Irish. And then and she's then like, he's white Irish. He's like, <laughs> he's Irish Irish? And she's like, yeah, he's white. Is that a problem? Would it have been better if he was black? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's happening? What is this? <laughs> and it gets really, he gets really like introspective, I think, on this, on his 20 years of behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was. So I literally just wrote, Kevin is Irish with an exclamation mark. I wrote. Her first husband is white Irish. <laughs> oh, how okay that is, but okay. So, because they've got the phone, Eric is like, "We should call the kids and like check up on them." Yeah, and so no, that's what Annie says. Oh, Eric's but she got, discovers Eric's the got phone. A, a erection because of that red lingerie. <laughs> They're laying on an air mattress, and he's ready to get it on. And then right. she's like, "We should call the kids." But previous to that, Eric had called the police. His, okay, his friend, the police chief. Sergeant, I thought I wrote it down. Michaels? Sergeant Michaels. So it's important to note that, okay, so Reverend Hamilton and Reverend Eric Camden call their buddy, Sergeant Michaels, to go and check, do a drive-by of the house and check up on it. everything's okay. But he obviously hears a party and shows up. And the only two people who are drinking at the party are his son and his, his buddy. Yeah. And they, like, ditch their beer bottles in the lamp. In the, yeah. <laughs> like, these full bottles of beer just in the, like, tall lampshade. Yeah. And so, so while that's happening, um, Matt says to, the, says to Sergeant Michaels, you know, we're really sorry, da-da-da-da, and you guys got to get out of here, and there's no drinking, and whatever, whatever. And then Sergeant Michaels is like, you guys still got that dog happy? Because she's been hit by a car. Da-da-da! <laughs> so now Matt busts off to the... Kick everyone out of the house. Matt busts off to the vet. The emergency animal hospital. Yes. Um, Simon and is still at the movies with Lucy, so he doesn't know what's going on yet. So then... Yeah, they're Annie and Eric. They're about to get it on. She wants to call the kids. So she calls and, and Mary, Mary answers. Yeah, and Mary says, Happy's been hit by a car. Yeah. That, yeah. Have you ever been camping and something has happened? Oh, you have. <laughs> There's been an emergency and you have to pack up like very, very quickly. Yeah, my ex and I, we had five dogs and we went camping to this like private group campsite so it was, we all knew each other all the dogs got along there was probably like nine or ten dogs there all together and it was in the morning and they were all playing off leash they were all getting along just fine and little tony who has passed away not because of this um but he it was a fluke accident and they were all playing and he went to go jump into our friend's hatchback just as he was closing it, like he had gone in there to get something and it slammed on his little leg. He was about a 20 pound terrier. He actually looked like happy, but was like 20 yeah, pounds, tiny, tiny and broke his arm. So he started screaming and that triggered some sort of pack mentality in the dogs and all of the dogs. And I'm talking 16 pound Lola all the way to like all of them attacked him. And my partner at the time, like, jumped on him 
And then all the dogs were like going after her. Everybody's grabbing dogs. And he was obviously very badly injured as a result of both the broken, like talk about insult injury. And he, we had no cell service. Also, learning moment, always look up where your nearest like hospital and vet is if you have dogs or animals with you. Yeah. Because we had no idea. We just got in our car. Our friends said, we'll take care of the other dogs. We'll pack up. Just go. And we had to drive for three hours down this bumpy mountain road. Unsure of where we were, A, going to get reception, B, find a vet. It was a long weekend, so everything's closed. Yeah. We ended up driving all the way back into Calgary because that was realistically, like, the closest vet place to go yeah on a sunday of a long weekend this happened well this wasn't about packing up quickly but this is about my dog injuries my dogs jumped off a cliff in montana like not even in the country no we weren't even in the country and it was um easter long weekend and so it was like do i risk taking her to this emergency vet in the america where i'm gonna have to pay so much or we were like packed up the next day and drove home yeah. She was okay. Um, but she had a concussion. Yeah. Tony had a big surgery, a broken arm, and like 12 weeks of strict rest. Yeah. Um, the only other time I've had to pack up quickly and leave is I got kicked out of a campsite once when I was in my 20s because we were loud. Were you drinking. drunk? Yeah. How did you leave? They let us wait till the morning. Oh, okay. They like legally couldn't force us to drive. Yeah. I was like, what are you going to hike out of there? Yeah. But they were like, shut it down. And in the morning you're out. And they came and like banged on our tents at like 7 a.m. Oh my God. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't very fun. And we had to leave. Oh, that's so awkward. I know. Um, But yeah, packing up emergency style from a campground is also not the greatest. Well, and so Annie, Eric... And the Hamiltons, they all, they drove together, the four of them. So now they're all packing up as quick as they can. And it's, we find out that the whole family ends up at the vet office at one point. And we find out that it was around midnight. And so I'm guessing this was like 10, 11. Yeah. um, That they're packing up. But I have to laugh because we go, we see the vet. There is nobody else there. The vet is this old woman. Did you look her up? Because she looked really famous. It was like a guest appearance. And she, you know, the cop drives Matt to the vet and he's like, how is happy? And she's like, well, you know, she's, we're not sure. We won't know until morning. (laughs) And, you know, it's just going to be hour by hour. And I normally don't stay overnight, but for you, I'm going to stay overnight. There's, we never see another staff person. And in my mind, I'm like, do you just lock up and the reason you have to wait till morning is because you leave the dogs to hopefully miraculously heal? <laughs> to heal overnight. And they show Happy, who I wrote down, Happy is the best actor on this entire show. <laughs> she Because is. she just lays there like such a good girl to not bloody, not busted, just, look, just laying there like a good dog. Yeah. And they have one thin, it looks like you could believe it was an IV. But no monitors, no bandages, no gauze, just this one little bit, like thing attached to her wrist. Okay, her name is oh no, her name is June Lockhart. She's 
very old. She was <laughs> born in 1925, so she's like... She's almost 100. Yeah. She's 97? 98. Um, and she was in tons of stuff. She looks like she was in Lost in Space um, back in the day, but she's been in 100 things she, up until... She just did something in 2021. No. Yeah. Did she play a corpse? <laughs> Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. She was in one episode of Lost in Space in 2021. Not like Dwight. No, not like Dwight. <laughs> what well, did I say? June Lockhart? Lockhart. Uh, sometimes it doesn't say on IMDb if they're dead or not. So then you got to look it up. There she is. Wow, she looks the same. I know. Uh, yeah, she's, she's still got a alive. film career in the 30s. Oh, she was a stunner. Yep. 1947. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, still says till present. Yeah. All right. Well, she looks just really famous. Like, she reminds me. She's been in 174 things. So I'm sure you've seen. She was in like one episode of Roseanne. Like, right. She's been in things. Yeah. So she decides she's going to stay all night to look after this dog. So then they're back at the house. Simon comes home from the movie. Matt has to tell Simon. I was just laughing at when we had to put my dog Tifa down and the vet said she wouldn't leave her all night. And I was like, she's dead, though. Like, <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, there's a heartwarming story. So you and I, <laughs> it was after Valentine's Day. We had only been together a little bit. We had never, other than that hotel, we had never left. We'd never been anywhere because everything was shut down for COVID. Yeah, we didn't even go to the restaurant in the hotel. We just ordered Skip. Yeah, or you could go pick up your food and bring it yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. We and, were, so we left that hotel on February 14th, that morning, and Tifa died on the 16th, two days later. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, you called me and said, I think... Like, this is it. This she is was it. very old. She was 14. Yeah. It was her time. And so our first, uh, I guess our second official date out of the house was to the emergency vet. Yeah. And they let us in because it was end of life. Yeah. And... They didn't know any, like, they didn't know that we had just started dating and this wasn't the dog that you and I had shared for the last 14 years. Yeah, no, it was my dog for the last 14 years. You've known her for four weeks. I just met her a few times. Yeah. And I don't think she knew she met me because she she has doggy dementia. Yeah. And they gave, they brought in chicken nuggets and chocolate ice cream and. Yeah, her last supper. Chicken. I was like, where did you get all this food? There's a KFC right right next door. And so she was like eating this stuff, like looking pretty pleased about it. But then the nurse, eyelashes Jen, she had these fake eyelashes that were too much. They were the biggest fake eyelashes. They were going to reach out and grab you. Yeah. And she was like coming in to say goodbye to her. And I was like, you've literally never met this dog. Yeah. Like. And then the, (laughs) and then the Justin Timberlake lookalike, the noodle hair. He looked like Chad Kroger. Mm, Yeah. With the curly. Yeah. And he was like, the vet came in and he was doing his thing. And they both kind of like tried to have a moment with, with me and, and the dog Tifa and me and mm-hmm. you. And like Jen was like, say hi to my boys. Yeah. yeah like, like my dog doesn't know your dogs. She's not going to get here. there and be like, oh, are you nurse Jen's? Yeah. With dogs? the eyelashes. She says, hello. She says, hey. And then the vet was like, he was towards like, the light. Okay. Like I'm sitting on the floor. Crisscross applesauce. Yeah. With Tifa's head, head in my lap, and I'm leaning over her crying as he's injecting her with the stuff. And he's... I'm rubbing your back. We're crying. <laughs> and he's whispering, run towards the light and the bridge and Follow the meadow. The rainbow. Oh, yeah. He said meadow. Meadow. Run toward... And I was like, 
in my head, I was like, is this fucking happening right now? Like, and I think both, like, we didn't know each other enough to know, like, do we laugh at awkward situations? Yeah, or, like funny here. But in my mind, I was like, holy shit, this is wild. It was so wild. And I never met any of the people in the room before except for you and the dog. Now... <laughs> Tifa and Nurse Jen's dogs are running in the fields in the together. meadow together. Mm-hmm. I know. And then after she died, <laughs> she said, I'm not going to leave her side. And hugged us. Yeah. And then normally you can sneak out the back door so that you don't have to walk back through the lobby of the emergency vet like crying because your dog just died. But it was too icy because it was February. <laughs> yeah. So we had to, and the vet's office was closed because of COVID. They weren't letting anyone in, but we got to come in and like, it was just this awkward, it was like wild. It was a wild experience. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, that's, that's it. it. That sealed our deal. Yeah. Well, it's nice of you to take my dog with me, put her down. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and yeah. So happy. Happy is not doing it's touch and go we're not gonna know till the morning no, but she's like what does that mean an nurse june or dr june because she's receiving an oscar from her yeah she just laid there and then simon matt tells simon when he gets home and he has one of those scenes that reminded me of uh what's that movie brown odd girl no 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 that's <laughs> my girl my girl exactly what you were going for where she's like hanging over the coffin spoiler alert the kid dies of a bee sting and she's like crying without his glasses where is his glasses and they're like get her out of here and it was like they were trying to evoke that kind of yeah, so, so Simon gets like that mad cry where he's like, "You were supposed to watch her," and, and he's, he's like gonna hitting run, but then Matt embraces him and he just cries. Yeah, into and he's his like, bosom. "No, Simon, no," and he's like, "If you don't get me there, I'm gonna run there." Like Simon, you're gonna get hit by a car, you idiot. <laughs> anyway, it fell flat. It fell short. So <laughs> they did their best. So they okay. So Matt does take Simon to the vet. Yeah, and. Um, and then everyone comes home. Hamilton's load up and leave. And they know there's been a party because Sergeant Michaels has relayed that information. Yeah. And so was the, okay. So just before they go to the vet and before the Hamiltons leave, this was the weirdest scene ever. Yeah. It was like they had a guest director (laughs) and he was like, I saw something cool. We're going to try it. Let's try this. So. Reverend Hamilton says, well, I interrogate them separately. Like, okay. So they have, so every, every child except for Matt and Simon, because they're at the vet and they do that like screen where like the split screen or whatever. It's not split screen. Like it's like, it's like a camera's just on your face from like shoulders up and they're like, okay, where was the, what we, you can't hear the narrator asking the questions. It's just the kid being like, well, it wasn't me. I didn't even have popcorn. Yeah. I didn't even do this. Da, 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 da. Well, it was Simon's idea. And then it would like flick to, to Mary. And she was like, Had well, they weren't even drinking. the show already started? Maybe. Because it was very oh, much. It was. Yeah. Going around the table. When they were all smoking and like they would all be high and it would just yes. go person to person. And it was very much in that same vein, just without the pot. And. Oh, no. It was a year. So that. That 70s show started August 23rd, 1998. Oh, okay. 
But I wonder if that's where they got that idea from. That <laughs> director was like, I tried something once on the Seventh Heaven show. I think it could really work for <laughs> it this. It could really fly here. <laughs> so, yeah, they interrogate the kids to get to the bottom of what happened. And then they all end up going to the vet. Not the Hamiltons, just the Camdens. Yeah. And Simon is now He's big spooning happy, happy on the table, like the, the gurney, stainless the, like steel. the stainless steel operating table. Where now she's got one little IV in her arm and that's it. But this is what I'm saying. Like, if your dog got hit by a car. Like, no heart monitor. No heart monitor. No oxygen. No. But they're going to wait till she sees. Like, through. stitches. But they are saying that she won't wake up. So, <laughs> Like, is there internal bleeding? Like, you got to yeah. sort that out. We don't know. But he is big spooning her, and the vet is sitting at the head of this operating table, petting Simon's head. Yes. Like a dog. Yeah, and says, well, he's been out for about half an hour. So they just leave him there. And they all go to sleep in the waiting room, including the vet. Simon has the most uncomfortable sleep of his life yeah. on a stainless steel table. And the vet is just, like, sleeping on her arm, bent over her desk. And they do that thing where... The camera pans around and shows each person all the sleepiness. Yeah. And then it comes down and it gets zooms in on Happy, who lifts her head. Does she bark? No, she like paws at Simon and whines. And then he wakes up and he starts yelling for Matt. And then everyone's just like, she's okay. Like, yeah. Maybe not, though. Like, how do you know? Is it just because it's morning? Yeah. It's hard to say. I know. Henry is having big dreams underneath this table now. He's kicking me. I'm just taking a video and it looks like neither of us are wearing pants, but (laughs) I'm going to put it on Instagram so you can see how funny it is. (laughs) But just know we are wearing shorts. It's just hot. Yeah. So they wake up in the morning at the vet and Happy is perfectly fine. And instantly they get her down off the thing and they thank her, the doctor and... All's well that ends well. It's just so weird. Yeah. It's like they don't know how to end each episode. You're just snapping the dogs? Yeah, I was just taking a little video. It's so cute. Um, We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. What do you mean? We're almost done season one. Really? Like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21? And 20 and 21 are a two-parter. So six more episodes? Like, there's... Or is there 22 episodes? Five, six. There's seven more episodes, but the last episode is Dangerous Liaisons Part 1 and then Dangerous Liaisons Part 2. Do you want to know about next week? Yeah. Okay. It's called Brave New World. The Scooey... The Scooey... <laughs> the school bully oh. experiences a severe lapse in judgment when he tries to sexually harass Mary. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it a brave new world because we're standing up for sexual harassment now? I hope so. To sexual harassment because yeah. now it's February 97. Yeah. It's true. Interesting. Um, I know. And there's going to be another big name guest star. Do I know? Yeah. You do. She was, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. She was huge in the 90s and she had her own show eventually. 
And she's got curly hair. <laughs> and the show that she was on is just a woman's first name, her name, but not her name in real life. Not Roseanne? No. It was her name, but not her name in real life. Not Ellen. Roseanne. She had curly hair and she was super famous in the 90s. I'm just thinking of of names of shows like Seinfeld, Frasier. Felicity. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Russell. Amazing. I know. I'm excited for the guest stars to appear. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few good ones. Good. There's a few good, like, solid 90s actors coming up. We didn't play any clips in this episode. Oh, no. And I'm, I didn't really have any, though. Yeah. But if you guys like what we're doing, leave us a review. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Uh And also, I made a couple of funny stickers and t-shirts. They're super cute. Yeah. I have a merch store with my other podcast. So it's called I Did Not Sign Up For This. And on Instagram, you can go to our like link tree and see a a thing of it but i made like a sticker that's called the clapper and then i made member proud member of the glen oak community church i like that i might get one yeah they're, put it on my car yeah they're just funny Next they're just the gay sticker i got the other yeah. day we went to a, a, drag, a drag show, show. it was so fun it was so fun yeah uh, all right all right well we gotta go march i have to say march because everybody knows the w-a-l-k word these dogs because it is so stinking hot and it's finally it's after eight so it's still hot but it's not 30 degrees anymore it's 26 yeah so (laughs) let's get her done yeah all right bye Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.